0: Welcome back to the Mercy Came Running Podcast. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you're a frequent listener, welcome back. As a reminder, we publish podcasts here every Monday morning as an encouragement to start your week, as a pick-me-up in the middle of the week, or to reflect on the week gone by. Let's get in today's scripture. Conflict. The mere mention of the word sometimes brings shudders to our bodies. I remember the first time that I Had genuine conflict with another adult was in my first ministry assignment my first minute place of ministry after seminary and while we had taken courses in conflict management and they knew it was important for us to know those conflict management skills the first time it really happens to you is kind of shocking uh it's kind of it kind of takes you aback and it Kind of gives you a feel for what's going to be coming up in your in your life, and I remember that first time, and it was just something that wasn't I was prepared for, but I wasn't really prepared for. Uh, Our seminary had just started a new class on conflict management that I took as one of the last courses uh, before I graduated, and in that first ministry position, I I dealt with my first conflict, and it still. I still felt very unprepared. And as the years have gone by, I've I've gotten better at handling conflict. I've gotten better at um, uh, knowing the the signs of conflict and how to handle it and how to kind of how to nip it in the bud before it starts to happen. But those first few times were just. um, They were difficult. And. I know you're thinking about that as well. When I mentioned the word conflict, you're probably thinking of certain people or certain situations in your work life or in your family life or um, things like that, that, that you have had conflict with other people. If you haven't had conflict with other people, you're going to at some point in your life, whether it be in family, whether it be on the job, somewhere along the line, you're going to have conflict. And because of that, we need to understand how to handle it. What types of measures we need to take to handle the conflict when it comes in our lives. And thinking about that today, we want to start in the book of Philemon. Philemon is one of the shortest books in the entire Bible. Uh, It's only one chapter. Uh, It's just a few verses. It's the shortest of all the books that Paul wrote. And in this, we get a great, even though it's a short book, it's very powerful in the fact that it gives us some great um, characteristics of what conflict is and then it gives us some um, some tips on how to handle conflict in our lives and so as we look at this i want us to look in verse uh, we're going to look in verse eight but uh, actually let's back up a little bit to verse verse four philemon was written by Paul, written to a guy named Philemon, who had this slave named Onesimus. And Onesimus had escaped. And somewhere along the way, Paul had found him, or he had found Paul, and uh, Paul had led him to Christ. And because of that, Paul was in a conundrum. Paul, either he had to take Onesimus with him and just forget about his past, or he had to send Onesimus back to Philemon to work things out. And after that, maybe he would be free to go and help him in the ministry. Paul knew what he had to do. There was no question about what he had to do. He had to send Onesimus back. He had to send him back to Philemon because he had to go back and make things right. That was the right thing to do. And so, in sending Onesimus back, he penned this letter to go with him. And he would hope that, uh, that Philemon would read the letter, would see Onesimus, and then would forgive him, and all would be well. But as we know, with conflict, that's not always the way it happens. And as Paul is writing this letter, he begins in verse 4, and he's talking about Philemon, and he says, I thank my God when I mention you in my prayers. Because I hear of your love and faith toward the Lord Jesus and all the saints. And I pray that your participation in the faith may become effective through knowing every good thing that is in us. For the glory of Christ. For I have great joy and encouragement from your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you. Have been refreshed through you, brother and so paul is saying look i know that you are a great man of god i know that there that you have great influence in your life and i know that people really really like you and so he he takes this introductory time just to kind of introduce us to who philemon is and he reminds philemon of who he is and so then he goes on in verse 8 and he says for this reason he says Because the saints have been refreshed through you and because I have great joy and encouragement from your love for this reason, he says. And then he has a little aside here. And he says, although I have great boldness in Christ to command you to do what is right. Paul says, look, I could tell you to do what I want you to do and you could do it. I could command you from my pastoral authority, from my authority as a uh, as, as a leader in the church, I could command you to forgive this man. I could command you to say, hey, you've got to take him back and not punish him at all. Paul says, I have the authority to do that. However, he says, I appeal to you instead on the basis of love. Paul says, I could tell you what to do, but instead I'm going to appeal to you on a basis of love. Because I love you, you love me. See, we have this relationship. And because of that, I'm not going to come from a point of authority. I'm going to come from a point of relationship. I, Paul, as an elderly man, now also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus, appeal to you for my son, Onesimus. See, Paul comes at it from a point of relationship. And if we're going to deal with conflict in our lives, if we're going to deal with conflict in our, in our workplaces, we have to come at it from an idea of relationship rather than authority. Now, there are some things that have to be dealt with with authority. I get that. But if you're really going to get down to the, to really handling conflict in your life, handling conflict in your work, you've got to come at it from an idea of relationship. Because in everything, if you if you're in a, in conflict with a family member or if you're in conflict with a coworker or a superior in your work, you've still got to have a relationship with them after it's over. If not, you're probably going to have to move on somewhere else. Or they're going to have to move on somewhere else. So you've got to come at it from a place of relationship. And that's exactly what Paul is trying to do here. He's coming at it from a place of relationship. And he begins to talk to Onesimus and, I mean, to Philemon. And he's going to share with us uh, some things here. And before we get to that, the, the really the, the characteristics of good conflict management, I want to share with you three three ways that conflict can be handled. Now, there are two bad ways it can be handled and one good way. And the first one is this, is that conflict can be ignored. We can just say, you know what, it never happened. And we just ignore it. And we just go right on with our daily lives. And that doesn't really help. Because if it's not dealt with, if it's not, uh, if it's ignored, then it's going to keep festering in, in your life. and It's going to keep festering in the life of the person that you're in conflict with. It can also be smoothed over. It's like, you know, just, uh, it, it's okay. Just when somebody comes in and says, you know, you did this to me and it hurt me. And um, um, they could just say, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. We'll just smooth it over. That doesn't do any good either. Because it continues to to fester still when it's not resolved appropriately. It begins to fester and it begins to, uh, to, to really take root in your life. And that's where resentment begins to build. And then the third way is that it can be dealt with head on. It can be ignored. It can be smoothed over or it can be dealt with. And dealt with from an idea of relationship rather than authority. And that's how Paul is going to handle this here. He's going to deal with it head on. And he's going to restore this relationship between Philemon and Onesimus. And between Philemon and Paul and Onesimus and Paul, this relationship is going to be restored because Paul chose the correct way in how to deal with conflict appropriately. And so as we, we look at this passage, we're going to see three ways. Or three characteristics of good conflict management. And number one is that conflict management is receptive. Good conflict management is receptive by both parties. Now, look at what Paul says again here in verse 10. He says, I appealed to you for my son Onesimus. I fathered him while I was in chains. And once he was useless to you, but now he is useful both to you and to me. He said, Look, when Onesimus ran away from you, he wasn't very useful to you. But now that he's come to know Christ and now that he's wanting to make uh, amends with you and wanting mo- to make things right, he's not only beneficial to you, but he's also beneficial to me. And he says, We can work this out. And Onesimus can be used in a mighty way. And he appeals to him and says, I need this to be receptive on our parts. We're dealing with our relationship here and your relationship with Onesimus. And I wanted to be receptive. And so I appeal to you as a brother that I know your heart and I know his heart. Because once he was useless, but now he is useful. The second characteristic of good conflict management is that it's always restorative in nature conflict management is always restorative in nature in other words it doesn't tear down it builds up it doesn't make things worse it always makes things better and you come out of the the conflict management episode with a stronger relationship than you had before that's good conflict management look at what paul says in verse 15. Starting verse 14, he says, But I didn't want to do anything without your consent, so that your good deed might not be out of obligation, but out of your own free will. For perhaps this is why he was separated from you for a brief time, that you might get him back permanently, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, as a dearly loved brother. He is especially so to me, but even more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. Paul says, Look, This idea of conflict management is always restorative in nature. And he says, look, you might have thought that Onesimus was good to you before. He was good for you before. He's going to be even better now. He's going to be a better worker. He's going to be a better person. He's going to be better for you and for me because literally because he ran away and because he met Paul and because he met Christ, he's going to be a better man for you and for everybody around him. And Paul says, as we restore him, we restore him back even greater than he was before. And if you will just forgive him, if you will forgive him of of what he's done, this relationship can be restored, and it's going to be better in the long run. Good conflict management is always restorative in nature. And then the last thing is this: is that good conflict management deals with restitution. In other words, there's got to be some kind of payback. Something's got to happen. Look what he says in verse 17. He says, "So if you consider me a partner, accept him as you would me. And if he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account." Paul says. I want to make restitution for him because I know him. I've been with him. He's been with me. I've uh, We've uh, done things together. We've, we've been with each other for a while now. And because of that, I know who Onesimus is now and he's not the same person. He said, I, I appeal to you to take him back. And if he owes anything, if he's done anything, I'm willing to pay for it. If there's there's anything that needs to be paid for for you to forgive this man, I am willing to do it. You see, good conflict management is receptive, it's restorative in nature, and it deals with restitution. And as we said earlier, earlier, even more than that, it comes from an area of relationship. We have relationships with those in our family, with those that we work with, and we want to make sure that we're keeping those bonds strong. So when we have, not if, but when we have conflict, we make those relationships stronger and not weaker. And we do that by practicing good conflict management skills. So, I don't know where we are right now, but maybe you're dealing with conflict in your life right now. Maybe it's with a family member. Maybe it's with a co worker. Maybe it's with a boss. Just remember that to come at it from an idea of relationship, Paul appealed to Philemon on the basis of their relationship, not his authority. And in that way, we can deal with conflict and restore our relationships in a much better way. We'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining me on the Mercy Came Learning Podcast. It's my hope that it continues to be a blessing and an encouragement to your life. If you enjoy what you hear each week, share it out to your friends and family who could also benefit from hearing an encouraging word. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.